Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You'll be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Welcome to episode number 50. As this podcast host, I learned something from each podcast guest. By capturing their ideas and then sharing some with you, I help you figure out which podcast guest will serve you. By doing this for you, I fully understand and appreciate each guest. I've learned more from guests than what I would have learned with only my personal interest in mind. I will share some of the best ideas from four recent guests with the intent of bringing more value to you. I will blend in my expertise that one, that knowledge-like beliefs can be limiting. Two, that you can change your selection criteria for the knowledge you choose to apply from accuracy to useful, which knowledge that fits reality is the most useful. And three, that people often confuse acquiring knowledge with applying knowledge to build skills. I'm going to focus this episode on key ideas from four recent episodes of Embers and Wind. Episode number 49, Eric Feinendigan, is a distinguished Toastmaster, TEDx speaker, skilled keynote speaker, and certified leadership coach. His message is Strategies to Lead an Inspired Life. Episode number 48, Ann Blair is a skilled Toastmaster, TEDx speaker, skilled keynote speaker. His message is Keep Your Eyes on the Prize. Episode number 47, Sonia Martinovic is a certified high-performance coach. Her message is Pursue Your True Self. Episode number 44, Noelle Turner is a retired professor of musical theater. She lives in Essen, Germany. Her message is, without Rotary, I wouldn't be here. Here is what I want to emphasize for your benefit about Eric von Endigen's strategies to lead an inspired life. One, Eric is a highly skilled keynote speaker. He built his skill through failure and sweat equity. Eric is a two-time finalist in Toastmasters International's Annual World Championship of Public Speaking from among 35,000 annual contestants. He tells stories to inspire audiences. He calls this Inspire to Empower. Two, Eric's mentor and coach is leadership expert John Maxwell. I love one John Maxwell quote so much that I frequently use it. His quote that I utilize is, quote, Leadership is influence, end quote. To prevent corporate executives from confusing power associated with their position 
With true leadership, they must understand the distinction that leadership is influence. Leadership must be earned by treating employees with respect. The pay discrepancy between executives and employees reflects a lack of respect for employees. Executives, whose company has an employee engagement problem, must learn that leadership is influence. Then they must learn how to influence. 3. Eric played college basketball on a scholarship. Through playing college hoops, he learned the power of having a shared vision. He learned you cannot succeed by yourself. He learned how to be committed to a team. He learned how to hold himself accountable, mutually accountable to a higher standard. He learned to constantly practice and everything else that goes into winning and competing. He sees all these skills as transferable into the business world. 4. Eric is an ICF certified leadership coach with the John Maxwell team. There is a difference between sports coaches and ICF certified live business and executive coaches. ICF certified coaches do not give answers. Instead, they ask probing open-ended questions to get people to solve their own problems, own their solutions, and learn how to solve future problems. If you're looking for an ICF certified leadership coach, then I invite you to explore with Eric, whether he's your guy. If you're looking for a skilled keynote speaker, who inspires audiences to empower them, then I invite you to have a conversation with Eric to explore how he could help you. Let's move on to Aunt Blair. Here's what I believe would be helpful for you to know about Ant's episode number 48. Keep your eyes on the prize. 1. Ant is a skilled Toastmaster, TEDx speaker, and keynote speaker. His niche his area of expertise is diversity and inclusion. 2. His skin color is different than mine. He is African American. He empowers his African American brothers and sisters to gain access and empowers Caucasians to share access. 3. His message is about his 10-year journey in Toastmasters to make his vision of himself as a keynote speaker a reality. He kept his eyes on that prize. For last year, I watched Ant deliver a TEDx talk. Ant inspired me to help him deliver that message from two pulpits in Columbus. As evident by my benevolent action, his message was quite inspiring for me and for two predominantly Caucasian congregations. If you are looking for a skilled keynote speaker to address diversity and inclusion, then I invite you to have a conversation with Ant to explore whether he is the right one to help you. Here is what I believe would be helpful for you to know from certified coach Sonia Martinovic's episode, Pursue Your True Self. One, Sonia Martinovic has a 20-year passion for quantum physics. From her knowledge of quantum physics, Sonia states, emotions are energy. Gratitude is an emotion Sonia utilizes to generate high energy. Two, she is an NLP practitioner. 
She helps her clients discover the patterns, rules, and regulations that determine when they feel joy from success. She then helps her clients change what does not serve them. 3. After focusing on mindset for 20 years, she helps her clients develop an empowering mindset. Her expertise includes the subconscious mind. 4. Sanya has learned to utilize her intuition. Meditation was her means to develop her intuition. She now helps her clients utilize meditation to develop theirs. Five, she has two niches. One, she helps entrepreneurs become high performers. Two, she helps coaches scale their business. If you are striving to do either, then you can have a conversation with Sonia to explore how she can help you. Noel Turner's episode number 44 is different because the focus is on Rotary. The title of her episode is Without Rotary. I wouldn't be here. Here's what I believe you will find useful from her episode. 1. Noel understands that by serving others, she helps her own success. In her words, Rotary's motto, Service Above Self, is also service for self. She firmly believes that by reaching out to help others, that you help your own success. I agree with Noel. In fact, I have yet to meet a Rotarian who said joining Rotary was not a good decision for their business. 2. Her Rotary journey began in 1975 when she won a Rotary Ambassadorial Scholarship to study opera in Germany from Bloomington, Indiana. After studying the opera, she elected to stay in Germany to become a professional opera singer. Because in high school, she loved going into New York City every Saturday to catch a Broadway show. She was more knowledgeable about musical theater than people in Germany, which then helped her become the first full professor of musical theater in Germany. She felt honored to be invited to become the first woman to join the Essen Rotary Club in Essen, Germany. Five years later, she accepted the invitation to become the first female president of their club. Since retiring as a professor, she continues to feel blessed with opportunities that were possible because she earned that Rotary Scholarship in 1975. In July, she'll become the president of a Passport Rotary Club, a club she was asked by Rotarian from a higher level to help found in the midst of this pandemic. Passport clubs meet only virtually. Her club has members from multiple countries. Every member participates in deep discussions, which enables them to form meaningful relationships with everyone. At the start of this pandemic, she disliked Zoom meetings. Now she thrives on them. If you're looking for a way to propel your own success by serving others, then Noel and I encourage you to visit your local Rotary Club. If you want to get stronger by swimming against the current, if you trust your judgment and your intuition, then you will benefit from learning about me and my approach. 
Number one, I will never aspire to become an ICF certified coach because my passion is to impart the knowledge and skills I've acquired over decades to help benevolent leaders learn how to affect change that elevates engagement and performance through brief interactions. I hope leaders do this by changing their perception of themselves and their situation to then help people they lead change theirs. Because the change in the people they lead may not be long-term. My passion is helping leaders get hooked on making theirs long-term, which then changes how people they lead respond to their benevolent actions. Two, you must be a benevolent leader to work with me. This means that you truly care about people you lead, that you aspire to create more triple wins, wins for yourself, for people you lead, and for your company. Three, before the Chicago Bulls won six world championships in basketball, Bulls coach Phil Jackson coached Michael Jordan to become a coach on the basketball floor. Your team members can easily learn how to effectively give and receive positive and constructive feedback where you work. Just as Phil Jackson was interested in Michael Jordan's feedback for the final play to win a game, you can find value in any positive or constructive feedback you receive from people you lead. Here is a story about feedback I received from people I led decades ago. I was a middle manager for the state of Indiana. I used to dread the thought that the Indiana governor would receive a complaint letter about me or the office I managed. Complaint letters to the governor were taken very seriously because it was easier to ask for forgiveness than obtain permission. I'd initiated mandatory staff development training without seeking approval. I had a passion to teach the 17 people who reported to me the best ideas that I learned in graduate school about how to empower their clients and one another. I feared receiving a cease and desist order because a disgruntled employee complained to the governor that I was requiring employees to participate in mandatory staff development training because no one else had this mandatory training. When I answered the phone from my office, I was instructed to hold for the state commissioner. I didn't know why she was calling me. I knew that a phone call from the state commissioner typically meant a serious problem. When she told me the governor had received a letter about me, I cringed. Then she told me the letter had been written by an employee. I merely thought it was that complaint letter I dreaded. I anticipated being directed to immediately stop mandatory staff development. When she told me the letter had been signed by every employee who reported to me, I felt devastated. Then I learned their letter commended me and how they were utilizing it to empower their clients and one another. Two days later, I received a copy of their letter. I kept it. Here's what it says. Dear Governor Bai, we believe you have great interest in creating a welfare system that really works, not only for its employees, but the clients, the industries, the businesses, and the people of the community. The consensus of opinion of the general populace concerning the welfare system has been a negative one. But this is changing our community. 
Our Department of Public Welfare Director, Keith Weedman, is pioneering a new approach about which we would like to inform you. Keith began his creation of a welfare system that works for everyone with staff development of his employees. We think Keith's ideas and presentations would have a positive impact on all employees of all the welfare departments in the state of Indiana. We feel it gives us a new sense of dedication and commitment to our jobs and challenges us to stretch a little and most of all, have a positive attitude toward those we serve. Although we are writing this letter without Keith's knowledge, we are certain he would welcome the opportunity to discuss his ideas with you. Here is a story from an engineer who works for a Fortune 200 company. This engineer learned how to give both positive and constructive feedback to their peers and to the team leader they reported to. They shared they had effectively given both positive and constructive feedback to all of them. This engineer shared that by taking this benevolent action, they had strengthened their relationship with their peers and their leader and felt more confident in their role as an engineer. In working with this engineer, it would have been easy to put them into a box based upon their personality profile or give them an introvert label. Beyond being open to working with people one-on-one, I strive not to put a label on anyone. I choose instead to see personality as nothing more than a deeply ingrained habit. Any deeply ingrained habit can be changed if you have a compelling reason to change it. This engineer had a big enough reason to, to learn new skills that can lead to a change in their habits. If you and or your leadership team want to learn how to give and receive both positive and constructive feedback to elevate engagement and performance through brief interactions, then let's explore how I can help you. During this pandemic, I made a change in my course curriculum, electing to go with briefer training. I provided this course on Zoom one-to-one as three 30-minute modules. If I were working with your leadership team, I would cover this content in one hour. This LinkedIn recommendation was written after participating in this three-module Feedback to Elevate Performance course. Quote, Keith is a talented communicator that brings a passion for helping leaders interact and bring the best out of their teams. Keith's modules on giving and receiving positive and constructive feedback are presented in a way that are easily understood and instantly applicable. His coaching method walks the learner through understanding how to achieve positive and constructive feedback conversations, but also how to follow up on those conversations to make the long-term positive impact that those convos are intended to make. He also continues the learning by giving ease-to-follow prompts to put the learning into practice. I would recommend Keith to anyone looking to level up their team using communication. I had the privilege to work with a rising leader within a Fortune 200 company. This leader had previously participated in six full days of leadership training provided by their company. After participating in their company's training and then four 30-minute sessions with me, 
This leader wrote this to me in an email. Quote, I appreciate your help so far, and rest assured, I think of your inputs every day as I thank someone or provide feedback every day. This is something I will keep doing forever, as long as people are involved in my life. End quote. I call this a learning error, confusing acquiring knowledge with applying knowledge to build skills. It is common practice to pack too much useful knowledge into leadership training, where applying that knowledge seems unachievable even to brilliant minds. Even though this leader had acquired the relevant knowledge to build these same skills, they had never applied that knowledge to build their skills. I find it useful to impart smaller bites of knowledge with CTAs to apply that knowledge to build their skill. If you and your leadership team want to learn how to solve your employee engagement problems in a way that elevates your engagement and performance in addition to theirs, then let's explore whether I'm your guy. If you want to challenge sacred cows like the subconscious mind, then let's have a conversation to explore how I can help you. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers in Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers and Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at embersandwind.net. Thank you again for joining us.